Happy day, Rosso Garcia with Why Jesus, hoping you are having a fabulous day, that you are able to find the rainbows in the sky amidst the storms, and that you are able to feel the love of God for you because you are his child and he loves you and everyone completely and entirely unconditionally. So that always makes me feel way better about everything that I go through in life. So I try to have that at the forefront of what I do and think um, and go through in life. So today we are continuing with the Come Follow Me manual and going through week of March 22nd through the 28th. And I am excited about this particular lesson because as a visual learner, um, this lesson gives me some vivid imagery that helps me learn better. And so today's name for this lesson is Jesus Christ Will Gather His People and is covering Doctrine and Covenants chapter 29. And I am going to suggest that you read this chapter thoroughly because there's so many good questions answered here that you may have wondered about um, throughout life. Um, I will, you know, throw some of those questions out there, but you can dig in more fully in understanding the full scriptures on that. So... Um, we are going to read the outlined uh, focus on this, which will be Heavenly Father prepared the perfect plan for our exaltation. Jesus Christ will gather his people before his second coming. All things unto me are spiritual. And finally, Jesus Christ redeems us from the fall. So this is a fabulous lesson, and I hope that you guys will take some time to look into it yourself. So um, we have talked a lot about um, Jesus Christ wanting us to come unto him, um, following God and Jesus Christ will give us more happiness than anything else here on earth, etc. Um, why would he want that? Why would Jesus and, Jesus and Heavenly Father or God want that? So if you think about it, last time we talked about how um, we are a family he sent us here in families of all shapes and different sizes and um, circumstances. So why did he want us to experience life as a family unit of different sorts? Well, he wanted us to begin to understand how he thinks as a father in Jesus Christ, how he thinks as a brother to us. And ultimately, they love us. They want us to be a part of that family. They want us to come back and live with them again. Just like we desire 
in our own family units when one of our children or family members go astray we ache we yearn we try and help we try and do everything in our power to get them to see the light and come back and reunite with us same thing god and jesus christ want us their children their brothers and sisters to come back and live with them again so i love that he teaches us and by putting us in the same situation that he has faced as a parent with his children so um we're going to start and before i begin i forget that many of you may not have been here before and so the come follow me manual it comes from the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints you can buy that at desert books or you can get that on an app under the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints um, do a search for libraries and then um, it will take you to the week that we are currently on you can also find it on lds.org under a search of come follow me and it will take you to the current book that we are going through this year which is doctrine and covenants and i have explained what this book is in previous podcasts so i'm not going to take a lot of time to uh, dive into that and so the reading part of this says even though the church of jesus christ had been organized in 1830 many gospel truths were still to be revealed and several early church members had questions they had read prophecies in the Book of Mormon about the gathering of Israel and building up of Zion. How would that happen? The revelations of Hiram Page claimed to receive address that subject, which only increased members' curiosity. Others wondered about the fall of Adam and Eve and spiritual death. The Lord welcomed these questions in 1830 whatsoever you shall ask in faith he told the saints being united in prayer according to my command ye shall receive and so he welcomes our questions today he's just waiting for us to ask him in prayer in fact as um the doctrinally rich revelation says in Doctrine and Covenants 29. So it's like a doctrine-rich chapter. So um, in verse 29.6, he says, And as it is written, Whatsoever ye shall ask in faith, being united in prayer according to my command, ye shall receive. So he is happier than anyone to hear our questions because he has an answer for you. And so uh, the next part we're going to go through here is called Heavenly Father, prepare the perfect plan for our exaltation. And um, before I dive right into that, um, I just wanted to make sure that we focus on the plan of 
I call it the plan of happiness. And so as you're reading this chapter 29, uh, it says right here, uh, it teaches many truths about God's plan for his children. Um, and says, as you look into in for truths, um, you know, write things down. And they have outlined different areas of interest that you may already have or have asked yourself already. I'm just going to quickly go through that. So, for instance, uh, was there life before earth? So, pre-mortal life. Let's see what that says, verses 36 to 37. And it came to pass that Adam, being tempted of the devil, for behold, the devil was before Adam, for he rebelled against me, saying, Give me thine honor, which is my power. And also a third party, third part of the hosts of heaven turned he away from me because of their agency. And they were thrust down, and thus came the devil and his angels. So that briefly tells you, yes, there was a pre-mortal life before our earthly life. Uh, what about the creation, people ask? Well, several verses here say, For the power of my spirit created I them, yea, all things both spiritual and temporal. First, spiritually, secondly, temporal, which is the beginning of my work. And again, first, temporal, and secondly, spiritual, which is the last of my work. Speaking unto you that you may naturally understand, but unto myself my works have no end, neither beginning, but it is given unto you that ye may understand, because ye have asked it of me and are agreed. So, creator of the world, the fall of Adam and Eve. There's couple of verses here wherefore it came to pass that the devil tempted Adam and he partook of the forbidden fruit and transgressed the commandment wherein he became subject to the will of the devil because he yielded unto yielded unto temptation wherefore I the Lord God caused that he should be cast out from the garden of Eden from my presence because of his transgression wherein he became spiritually dead which is the first death even that the same death, which is the last death, which is spiritual, which shall be pronounced upon the wicked when I shall say, Depart ye curseth. So, the fall of Adam, they were cast out from the Garden of Eden because of that. Mortal life. There's a lot more verses here on that. And it must needs be that the devil should tempt the children of men, or they could not be agents unto themselves. For if they never should have bitter, they could not know the sweet. But behold, I say unto you that I, the Lord, gave unto Adam and unto his seed, that they should not die as to the temporal death, until I, the Lord, should send forth angels to declare unto them repentance and redemption through the faith of the name of my only begotten Son, and thus I did, the Lord God appointed unto man the days of his probation, that by his natural death he might be raised in immortality unto, unto eternal life, even as many as would believe. And they that believe not unto eternal damnation, for they cannot be redeemed from their spiritual fall, because they repent not. 
for they love darkness rather than light, and their deeds are evil, and they receive their wages of whom they enlist to obey. So, very important that mortal life, we're here to choose to, to choose for ourselves uh, whether we want to follow the plan or not. The atonement of Jesus Christ is a little bit more extensive. Uh, and then there's the resurrection and then the final judgment. As you can see, it's a great breakdown of you to follow to understand this plan of happiness or plan to return back to God. And so I'm going to let you finish that on your own. It says here, um, what new insights did you gain? How would your life be different if you didn't know any of these truths? And I'm going to tell you, there was a time in my life when I did not know any of these truths. And the only question that I had in my head as a nine-year-old that I can remember was, there's got to be something better than what I'm seeing, than what I'm feeling. And I may not have seen a whole lot or understood it a whole lot at nine. But why would a nine-year-old have that question just from looking and feeling uh, and understanding their surroundings, why would that even be a thought? Well, even at my young age, I thought, surely there's something feels odd. There's more to my life and to life in general than what it is I'm seeing and feeling. And that definitely was the case when I came to understand the truths of the plan that you will be reading, it completely changed my life and it gave me purpose uh, for me to strive to do better and um, just do all that I can to be able to return to um, my spiritual father and so and family unit. Um, so. I hope that you read it to see what it will do for you. And so it says, um, we're jumping into Jesus Christ will gather his people before his second coming. Um, it says, Jesus Christ speaks of gathering his people as a hen gathereth her chickens under her rings. What does this image teach you about the Savior's desire to gather you? Um and so I'm going to read just that verse right there. It says, Who will gather his people, even as a hen gather her, her chickens under her wings, even as many as will hearken to my voice and humble themselves before me and call upon me in mighty prayer. So all of those that want to be part of the gospel, of the plan, of wanting to come back to live with them and reuniting, he is trying to gather us up as a chicken gathers his little chicks. And that is a beautiful image for me to, to look at. I've seen that happen and the hen takes great care in gathering her little chicks under her wings, especially when there's, um, you know, to keep them warm when there's wind, when there's bad weather um, she just loves and protects them and that's exactly 
how they feel about us. And so I love that imagery right there. And so um, it says that God is going to gather Zion um, on the earth and prepare all things um, and prepare us for the tribulations that will come before the Savior's second coming. And so he is trying to reach out to us, to protect us, to strengthen us, to help us get through the tough times that are ahead or that have started and more will continue. And so I hope that you feel how much he's willing to help you um, through this hard time in our lives. And this last one here uh, for now, it says, all things unto me are spiritual. Uh, it says, what does uh, knowing that all the commandments are spiritual teach you about the purpose of the commandments? I, One thing, it helps me understand that everything that was done with God um, had a spiritual meaning and so the temporal the physical meaning that we give to the things that happen to us is is not the most important we need to look for the spiritual meaning in everything when we have that spiritual um thoughts in our head about what we're going through we're kind of digging in more deeply to understand why we go through what we go through and that is to teach us certain things that are spiritually important to strengthen us and so it helps me understand that the physical is not as important as what I'm getting out of life spiritually and so that definitely changes my perspective on everything for sure um, Romans 8 6 says for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And I'm going to add life eternal and peace. I am able to feel peace in the middle of turmoil here. But my life after death will be resurrection and then eternal life. Um, hopefully I have done enough and will continue to do enough to uh, reunite with God, my father and family. And so uh, it says Jesus Christ redeems us from the fall. Well, you know, Adam transgressed, uh, Adam and Eve, and they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And we know that we had to be tempted of the devil to experience the bitterness of life so that we can savor the sweetness of life when we do go through it. And that was part of the plan. Um, but as you remember, I read that God said he, that Adam and Eve were not going to die spiritually unless they did not repent and accept the gospel um, through Jesus Christ. And so he sent them angels to teach the atonement and all of that. And they chose to follow Jesus Christ. And so he's going to give all of us the same, the absolute same chance to accept, to have that freedom of choice. Um, 
It says, the revelation opens with the Lord introducing himself as our Redeemer who has atoned for our sins. The revelation goes on to explain some of the reasons we need a Redeemer. Um, it says here, verses 36 to 50, explain why we need redemption through the Savior Jesus Christ. In many faith traditions, the fall is seen as a tragedy. What do you find in these verses that teaches the positive results of the fall? And I have already read some of that, that we needed to experience bitterness so we could understand the sweetness. 1 Corinthians 15.22 says, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. And that is one of my favorites. Um, there's plenty of other scriptures here that I'm not going to touch upon. But verse 1 here, it says, Listen to the voice of Jesus Christ, your Redeemer, the great I Am, whose arm of mercy hath atoned for your sins. It is not any prophet saying this. It is Jesus Christ directly telling us that he paid the price for all the wrongdoings of each one of us. Um, and so we cannot make it back to God the Father without our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we will all have that choice to hear his gospel and to decide to accept it or not. Um, because that is how great and valuable our freedom of agency um, is before God. He allowed us to choose even as spirits who we wanted to follow. Those that came to earth and that have physical bodies accepted Jesus Christ in the pre-mortal life. And the angels or spirits in the premortal life that rejected Jesus Christ are the devil and his minions and those who are here tempting us every day, um, hoping we all fall and get to die not only physically but spiritually like they are currently. So they desire to take all of us with them. So... Jesus Christ desires for all of us to accept the plan and to get back and reunite with them. And so I hope we all choose the better part. Uh, for that, you have to find out more about the plan for yourself and be able to ask God all those important questions so that you receive that answer in your heart and be able to give get the strength and the determination to follow that plan the rest of your life. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, the chapter that will clarify this is Doctrine and Covenants, chapter 29. And uh, if you want the breakdown of those uh, areas, like I read earlier today, you can go to the Come Follow Me manual to do that. And so know that God loves you, is desperately trying to reach um, you and gather you as a hen gathers her little chicks. And so you are great. This is Rosa Garcia with Why Jesus signing off for now.